feel like a fish out of water a lot of times just because I literally, you know, just came in off the street. You know, I had no equipment. I was borrowing my buddies. It was basically so they didn't have to forfeit. Welcome to Part-Time Athletes, a podcast that interviews everyday people about their fitness journeys. That was Brian G. from Tempe, Arizona, and this is your host, Bree Outside. In today's episode, we're talking to Brian about his journey to play recreational soccer in a local league. Quick disclaimer, if you choose to apply any advice or opinions from this podcast or its guests to your own life or anyone else's, you do so at your own risk. Okay, now that that's out of the way, let's get started, athletes. So yeah, soccer, is that happening? We just started up last week. So we just we had our second game yesterday. So just just started. And for the most part, it's, it feels pretty normal. Um, you know, they spaced out the game. So, you know, before there'd be like 20 games going on at a time. And now it's like five, you know, so that we're spread out on the fields much more. Um, there's no like spectators allowed. So it's just the team. So, you know, a lot of times it'd be families and friends and dogs and, you know, and so there's a lot of just get groups gathering just because there's a lot of people there. So, um, we're, I want to say we're isolated, but you know, our team is kind of isolated from everybody else. So, um, it feels as safe as it probably could be for, you know, playing a team sport, but it, it does feel good to be out and active again, you know, besides just doing things on my own. Yeah. Getting active. It really does help with like the quarantine. I don't know, like the jitters of just being yeah. inside all the time. Um, going way, way back. Okay, maybe you're not that old, so not like way, way back, but <laughs> just a little ways back. Um, did you play soccer as a kid, like in school, or when did you no, first start playing? Yeah, so I got a real late start on organized sports. Growing up, my older brother was in all the leagues, you know, baseball, soccer, basketball. Um, I was pretty short, you know, in stature and size, so I don't know if my mom you know, just never thought I would excel. I really didn't show an interest either, like in elementary school and middle school. It wasn't really until high school that I even had any interest at all. And it was really from my friends kind of pushing me. But, you know, in my freshman year in high school, I was probably five, 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 six. So, you know, basketball was out. You know, a lot of the sports, you know, football completely out. Just I wasn't going to, you know, have any success in those sports where most teenagers are developing into adults. I was kind of always um, behind the curve on that. And so um, I tried out for baseball with my buddy. Um, We got cut um, and kind of just not wanting to have it end there. We actually tried out for the volleyball team. And back in 96, my freshman year, there was only, I think, two or three other schools in the state that had a freshman boys volleyball team. Um, and so they were just looking for anybody and everyone. So, you know, even though I was, again, small in stature, kind of undersized for a sport like volleyball, they just needed as many bodies as they could get. And, you know, through my four years of playing volleyball, you know, I developed, you know, defense and, you know, I was able to grow into the sport and, you know, we, got third place uh, my senior year in state, you know, so we were, we were really competitive and successful 
in that sense. But yeah, it wasn't until high school that I even tried out for a team in any sense. And then after high school, like the moment that the volleyball season ended, I was like, what other sports can I play? And at that time, you know, I was, it was my senior year and I was like, I just want to play every sport now. And so I actually went to the badminton coach, which was an all girls team and asked if I could join the team just to play. And she, she literally just laughed and said, no, you can't. Oh, that's so mean. (laughs) I know. Um, It was almost like an episode of Wonder Years or something, I felt like, you know. Um, But I, you know, I was kind of disappointed, but I realized, like, okay, it's my senior year. I could probably fight this and get some sort of exception. But by the time all that happens, you know, the season's going to be over. I'm going to graduate. And so that's my one advice to, you know, anybody in the high school age that, maybe has interest in sports, but probably doesn't think, you know, they're good enough. Just try out for everything. You know, I look back, I wish I would have played tennis. I wish I would have played soccer in high school. I, you know, all these team sports that I look back and like, man, I would have loved those, but it was just never really in my mindset. Um, because the reality for a lot of athletes, their quote career ends in high school just because when you get into college, the competition just gets so elevated. And then, you know, professional sports, it's, you know, almost like winning the lottery. You have to just be the best of the best at that point. So I got a late start. Um, the soccer, it was kind of interesting. Um, my buddy just called me up one day and he's like, we don't have enough players. We're going to have to forfeit. <laughs> you know, can you come out and play? And having never played a minute, of organized soccer, I was like, sure, I'll do it. You know, absolutely. Um, and about how old I, were you when that I, happened? I was 32, you know, so this is about like four or five years ago. So yeah, you know, way late to the party. You say that, that like that it's sense. a bad thing, but I think a lot of people can relate to that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, I'm not, you know, they have senior leagues, you know, getting into the, the soccer community has been kind of a real eye opener. It's been encouraging that, you know, there's a lot of young you know, players too, but um, they have a senior league and, you know, there's like our team, the average age is probably mid thirties. You know, we have a lot of older, you know, comparatively older players than the other teams. And so, you know, we, most weeks we get run around in circles, you know, we just can't keep up, but, you know, we're really doing it just for the love of the game and for the activity aspect. And, you know, it feels so good just to go out and like break a sweat for an athlete, you know, even if you're not competing at a high level, those are some of those things that you, you desire and you miss. And when they're not there, your body kind of longs for those sort of moments. And so playing soccer, you know, it's been one of the, the best accidents to happen for me. And so what did you, you know, do even- between high school and then joining the soccer league? Cause there's a bit of chunk of time between yeah. there. So, you know, I went, like I said, you know, my senior year when I realized I wanted to play all these sports, I just kind of independently started, you know, pursuing a lot of them, like table tennis, you know, I'd go down to ASU, the rec center, you know, every, I think it was like Friday night. It's like the worst night, you know, to have an open gym for a sport, you know, it was a Friday night, but um, I'd go down there and just play against anybody who's there. And there'd always be these Croatian or East, you know, Eastern European guys there, like killing everybody, you know, some um, Chinese students there that were just light years phenomenally better than, you know, myself. But 
Um, so I did that, you know, for a couple of years. I actually coached volleyball for middle school um, briefly. Um, and that was a real neat experience, too. Um, again, for athletes, you know, for me, I'd always been competing. But to coach a team, it was so rewarding. It was more rewarding than competing myself and, like, achieving success. It was a real eye-opener for me. Just, you know, you're coaching a team and you kind of give instructions and you, you see your team, they follow the instructions and they win the point or they win the match. There's this level of uh, satisfaction that you don't get from even competing yourself and, you know, achieving success. So I did that real briefly, but, you know, working full-time made it hard to, like, get to um, practices and, you know, consistently so I had to step away from that and then I did pursue tennis and you know golf at one point and so I just kind of you know threw myself at a lot of sports and um, you know they would run their natural course you know again I'm not a professional level talent on any of these sports that I picked up but um, I would just always find you know a new sport to you know devote you know six months to a year and just really get into it and really kind of commit and try to like develop my skill in the sport to see, you know, where it went. And I always really found a lot of joy in discovering a new sport and getting into it and, you know, letting it kind of just ride its natural course. And as an athlete, you know, it didn't really matter what sport I was playing. I just wanted to compete and, you know, develop my own, see my skill develop. And it wasn't really anything more than just that discovery and challenge you know I'm very competitive and so there's some sports that I kind of had to like I have to take a step back from every once in a while like you know playing basketball especially you know just pick up basketball games you know there's a lot of trash talking that's a part of basketball you know I find myself getting too competitive and I'm like okay I gotta like take a break from basketball because you know I'm getting so worked up and competitive that it's actually taking away from the joy of the sport. Um, so that's another thing that I've just being as competitive as I am, I have to kind of find that balance of sports that I enjoy playing and not getting too involved in it because then the competitiveness kind of overrides the, the fun of actually playing the sport. Um, but yeah, that's, I kind of just went through a variety of sports after high school. Um, just kind of seeing where each one would take me and, you know, a lot of money into equipment that now is collecting dust in my garage. But now you that I have kids, to sell it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because, like, yeah, I'm like I have ten, you know, five or six tennis rackets. I'm like, I'm never going to use these. But part of me, like, I like to hold on to it because I'm like, oh yeah, I can remember that time that I devoted to that sport and how much I enjoyed it. You know, that I have kids growing up, like, okay, I have all these sports that I can introduce them to, not just you know volleyball, the one sport that I played in high school, but you know, soccer and, you know, maybe it's tennis, maybe it's golf, you know. So I'm really glad, you know, again, that I took the time to kind of explore those other sports. And there's still a lot of sports that I'd love to explore too. I love watching the Olympics, you know, and I never go for like, you know, I like watching the main events too, but, you know, I'm watching fencing and, you know, all these kind of um, lesser popular sports that, a lot of times you got to like really scour on the internet to find a feed to, at 2 a.m. in the morning to watch. You You're know. fencing. You should read. Um, have you read Iptihaj Mohammed's book? I haven't I think read It's called Crowd. Anymore. It was really good. I think I read it a year or two ago. If you're interested in so, fencing. Yeah. 
Yeah, she's the <laughs> she's an Olympic fencer. Yeah, and you know, so some certain there's certain sports that are definitely harder to get into. You know, team sports can be hard. Um, you know, but I've used apps like Meetup. You know, when I first started getting into soccer, it's like, okay, I need to practice more than once a week when we play. And so I start to use Meetup to like find just you know groups of people playing soccer. So it's that nice now it that you know this. What's that? You guys, you guys at the soccer league, you only meet up to play, so everyone practices on their own. Basically, you know, a lot, most, I would say, probably, I'm gonna guess, you know, eighty percent of the people that are in this league, you know, they played in high school, and again, you know, that's kind of where their career ended, or they played in college, and that's where their career ended. I feel like a fish out of water a lot of times, just because I literally, you know, just came in off the street, you know, I had no equipment, I was borrowing my buddies. It was basically so they didn't have to forfeit. And then, you know, once I, he asked me to come back, he's like, Hey, you know, we're, we're going to be short all season long. Do you want to, you know, come back? I was like, absolutely. And so, you know, immediately I went out and I bought, you know, a pair of cleats and chin guards and a jersey. And I started watching YouTube videos of, you know, drills that I should be doing. And I started watching a lot more just, you know, matches, professional matches just to like, again, just, immerse myself into the sport to try to like become best I can at this sport you know and I I'm not trying to kid myself I don't think I'll ever be excellent a great excellent player but definitely um, see you're you're definitely competitive doing all that extra yeah (laughs) I can't see a lot of other people doing that (laughs) yeah you know um but you know again it's just I always consider myself an athlete and again not based on my success or failure but just you know that passion and it's weird how much I just love sport you know I'll watch you know golf on a Sunday for an hour you know I mean really enjoy it just you know I'm watching and like you know having played a few rounds myself I see what they're doing and I have an understanding of like how difficult it is to do that especially to do it consistently or things like cricket and rugby you know I'll watch those for hours on TV and I don't even know the rules a lot of times I'm just trying to figure it out and watch it but I just I see and appreciate just like the level of athleticism in a sport and there's something about board or competition that just you know really excites me you know if someone called me up tomorrow and said hey you know we're short a man on a rugby team I would probably say hey I'll come out and play you know and I just have that I don't know it's innate desire or interest in sports and a lot of it probably just comes back to being competitive you know it's a healthy outlet to be competitive and get out aggression and physical exertion is it difficult because it sounds like a lot of the sports soccer included it's a team sport and so is it difficult like you said you meet up on game day is it difficult to like get to know your teammates and like how they play the game or how to work with them the best? Is it is it hard? Yeah, you know, um, and a lot of teams, other teams that we play against, you can tell they they've either been playing together for a long time or they practice outside of you know just game day. Um, like our team, like I said, we're older. We're not trying to be hyper competitive, um, and so you know we we show up on game day and, you know, we, we do like a five minute game plan, you know, here's how we're going to set up our defense. You know, here's where we're going to position certain players. Um, and we kind of just go from there, you know, just using our natural 
understanding of the game and skill to, you know, compete. And so it's really laid back, you know, and again, I always feel like I'm the worst person on the field, but our Cappy's really cool. You know, he's never said, Hey, Brian, like you're not cutting it. You know, you know, we're going to ask you not to come back. <laughs> so he sees, you know, effort. I think a lot of times, you know, just being around sport, a lot of time effort is more important than, and so when I'm playing a sport, whatever it is, I'm always trying to like give a hundred percent effort, play the game the right way. Um, and it helps when you're not confident in a sport because, you know, you're not getting cocky. You're not trying to dominate. You're, you're literally just trying to fit in with the team. And so sometimes it's a lot easier when you're playing a sport that you're not familiar with to, you know, gel with the team. Yeah, we just, I think I've been fortunate to find a team that is laid back and is out there, you know, for the point of the, you know, for the love of the game rather than we want to compete at a high level. And so I know on a lot of other teams, they probably would say, thank you for coming out, but we don't need you. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, and I'm not, I'm not too uh, arrogant to think that it wouldn't be justified. You know, part of that, I think, is why playing soccer has been so rewarding for me, just because I kind of know that I'm out of my element and, you know, not that I don't belong, but I could easily not, you know, be on a team. And so, yeah. well, it sounds like, even, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, it sounds like team sports are really competitive on the two levels, because first you have to like be good enough to be on the team or, and then next, you know, the team together has to be competitive. So kind of like two factors. And, you know, I've been playing, yeah, I've been playing soccer for four or five years now. So I've gotten to the point where I'm getting competitive too in it. And, you know, I don't like losing, you know, so like, there's many times I have to like, okay, remind myself, we're not playing to be, you know, hyper competitive or to be, um, you know, to win every championship every year. Um, And so, you know, I've been playing it long enough where I kind of have gone through that cycle again, like where I have to like make sure I'm not getting too competitive with it uh, because that really ruins the the sport when you're overly competitive and you know that's you know if I was playing professionally yeah you everyone has to be at that level of competitive but that's you know not what we're playing small goal co-ed soccer you know we're not no one here's earning a paycheck or you know trying to get an endorsement deal you know so I have to remind myself of that a lot what's the purpose why are we out here you know it's for the love of the game again to get have that physical exercise um you know i've built friendships and we have one we won the championship one year which was super rewarding for me you know again coming into a sport where i've never played any organized being you know you know three or three years in we win the championship that was something i didn't think was going to happen so that was really rewarding um, I think that's all of my questions. Was there anything else that you wanted to mention about soccer or just, you know, being a part-time athlete in general? Yeah, you know, when I was thinking about being a part-time athlete, there's real struggles. You know, I have, I'm married now with two small children. And so my time, I have to really dedicate time to a sport. And my family has to be on board with that and support that, which, you know, they have been. Um, and then, you know, 
injuries and things like that come up, you know, as I get older, actually last year, 2019 um, was probably my worst year just because I had a toe injury that I'm still recovering from. So like the whole 2019, I was, I wasn't able to like be as active and play as much as I wanted to. And the last two games this week, you know, I really felt like I'm for the first time I can kind of like get back into it. There's so many things that can kind of derail your activity level and, you know, being able to participate in sports. And so it takes a commitment, you know, not only from yourself, but from your family. And, you know, so um, I'm just grateful that, you know, I can still find opportunities to, you know, compete and play in sports and, you know, really enjoy it. All right, athletes, that's all the time we have for today's episode. I want to say thanks again to Brian for agreeing to do the interview and making the time. And thanks to you, the listener, for choosing the Part-Time Athletes podcast out of everything else you could be listening to. Um, please visit me on Twitter or Instagram. I'm at Bree Outside. And don't forget to visit BreeOutside.com and use the contact form or just message me on social media if you want to be on the podcast. That's it for this week, and please tune in next Tuesday.